Thank you for tuning in to Detail Memoirs. This episode is brought to you by Rotafest and Zenware. Rotafest is the most powerful mobile invoicing software designed for auto detailers and recon professionals on the market today. More than just a mobile invoicing app, it gives you a complete suite of tools to manage your business. Yes, it has a mobile app designed for the iPhone and Android to decode the VIN and create an invoice in the field. But it also includes integration with QuickBooks, customer management tools, text and email reminders, reports, and now inventory management is included in this powerful suite of tools. Learn more about Rotafest at rotafest.com. guys aloha and welcome to another episode of road fs detail memoirs in fact it is a detail mafia member edition i'm jody cedric and i'm rod pusey and we're always sponsored by road fs the software that drives your business some exciting news this week there is an update coming out we'll send out a newsletter to all of the users and we'll post some stuff on facebook about what's in it but there's some exciting new stuff getting released uh, as soon as tonight, possibly. So, yeah, we're super excited. Rod and I were doing a bunch of the final testing this morning, and uh, it's always fun when we have a new release. And we've actually been pretty consistent about every two weeks now, and so it makes it a lot of fun because it allows us to uh, touch base with our customers and uh, showing some new stuff on how we're impacting their business. But right now, both Rod and I are sitting in rainy stormy idaho and we're visiting with the man in paradise robin marquez with uh signature auto detail hawaii good morning to you aloha good morning jody and rod how are you guys doing doing good we're great man so how how are things in hawaii in the detailing world i mean it's it's shaking everybody up um, so how are yeah. things in Hawaii? I was watching, you know, Detail X and Big D. He was on the news last night telling yeah. his story. So uh, how are things on half the other side of the world? Man, it, it's uh, it's been pretty, pretty quiet, um, you know, here as far as uh, my town goes. I mean, everything is pretty much shut down um, other than the, the, the stores. So we have uh, a few grocery stores that are open, but um, as far as the detailing world, um, I'm shut down. I've been down for probably about five weeks now, uh, just kind of working on the business um, rather than in the business. And so um, I'm just, you know, I'm taking it in stride. Uh, it's kind of like, you know, kind of like the saying goes, you know, you're so, you're, I guess you're so close to the forest. All you see is the tree in front of you. Right. And uh, so I'm so deep into the trenches that, um, you know, a lot of things have been kind of on the back burner. So I've been, I've been able to work on a lot of projects that uh, have been on the back burner and in, in uh, you know, some of the maintenance on my equipment and um, some of the things that uh, has always been on the to-do list, but I never got around to them. But, um, you know, some detailers are, you know, they're still going. Um, there's uh, a few on, on Oahu that I know is still going, but um, I don't know, you know, out here in Hawaii, we got, you know, we got a bunch of different islands. So, you know, each mayor is, it's, you know, you have the governor and then you have the mayors and they're all kind of, they're all kind of on different pages. You know, one says the beaches are closed. Another one says the beaches are open. 
another one saying, you know, you can exercise, but you, it, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's messy. It's, so it's of exactly messy. like the rest of the country. <laughs> Clear as mud. It's exactly yeah. the same. So. <laughs> so, man, I'm making the best of it. You know, I'm enjoying the family. Um, just doing some things, you know, like I said, working on the business, um, taking a call list. Um, so I'll, I'll, once I get back up and running, when things kind of calm down, um, I'll be busy as usual. Yeah. So, so let's talk about which, which part of the islands you are actually on. So I'm on, uh, the, the big island of Hawaii. So okay. we kind of lend our name to the state, uh, mm -hmm. Hawaii. So we're, I'm on Hawaii Island. We, we just, you know, we like to designate ourselves as the big island. And so yep. I'm on the very Northern tip, uh, of mm -hmm. the island. Uh, in Kohala and um, it's uh, it's uh, it's God's country out here for a lack of better words yeah <laughs> no it is I, I've been to Kohala and it's gorgeous over there so so how did you get started in detailing ma'am um, growing up uh, my dad my mom and dad my dad had his his own uh, yard maintenance business and so um, I always like to say I think the day that I I learned how to walk is is when he put a rake in my hands and uh so amongst me and my siblings uh he just kind of instilled that work ethic uh in me and so um it started with with uh his yard maintenance and you know we used to clean some cars here and there but uh you know really when when i got my license i had to learn how to clean the car before i could drive it so um that's kind of where the whole detailing you know came into into play and um, I uh, went to college after high school. And when I came back home to be the athletic trainer at the high school, um, I started in the afternoon. So I had the mornings wide open. Uh, as soon as my oldest got old enough to be into preschool, um, just decided I wanted to kind of make some side money, some side cash. And uh, next thing you know, from you know, a few details a week to a few details, uh, well, a month to a few weeks. I mean, it just kind of, it just kind of grew every year and uh, to a, a full-fledged business. So that's kind of how I got into the game. Cool. So do you have anybody <laughs> that works with you or are you a one-man shop? I've been a one-man shop um, for the last, I mean, since day one. I mean, I've tried hiring a few I, I had shoulder surgery uh last last year and um, i had to hire a few people um but it's it just kind of never really worked out um you know it's i work very early in the mornings um because i need to get done in time in the afternoons and you know sometimes that's that's that can be troublesome for some people you know getting up yeah. early in the mornings and, and whatnot <laughs> but um no, I'm, I'm, I'm a one man band. Um, here in the near future, I am looking to scale the business though. So, um, it's definitely waters that I am, uh, looking to, uh, navigate. <laughs> well, that, that's, you know, it's, it's kind of exciting. One of the things we talk about a lot on, on memoirs is the different things people have to deal with and you, you know, that environment. So being on the Northern tip there, what is the, what is the weather condition that you most have to deal with? Is it humidity? Is it heat? Is it both? It's called heaven. <laughs> That's not a weather condition. Yeah, you get, That's not a weather you get condition. everything. You get everything, Rod. I mean, we got wind. I mean, right now it's uh, it's pretty breezy today. Uh, we get lots of rain. 
you know, in the winter months, um, a lot of sun, you know, humidity. Uh, when it comes to humidity, man, I tell you, depending on what, what ceramic coatings I'm working with, it's, you know, it can be, it can be troublesome uh, with, with the application. Um, but pretty much, I mean, a lot of everything, uh, you know, as far as, as, as what I'm faced with. So me being mobile, I'm, I'm prepared for anything that, that uh, mother nature throws at me that day. So, okay. um, so are you mobile only or do you have fixed location as well? So I have this little uh, shop I have back here um, in my house that, that I just kind of find like, this is one of the projects actually that um, I've been putting on the back burner, but I finally got this guy completed, but I do pick up and drop offs uh, here in Kohala. And then um, there's another town about 30 minutes over the other side of the mountain called uh, Waimea. And so I do pick up and drop off service in that town as well. Um, but, you know, I, I, I travel as far as uh, about 45 minutes to an hour uh, one way. Um, I'll travel, you know, along the whole Kohala coast. And, and I have a lot of clients that I serve out there as well. And um, so that's, you know. One side is it's it's totally dry, you know. When as as you go head west, um, much drier conditions. Uh, you head over to Waimea. Waimea is 50-50, um, you know, as far as whether or not you're going to get dumped on. I mean, they got the wet side and they got the dry side of Waimea. So, um, whatever whatever it is, you know, that's that's kind of what I'm in for, man. Whatever it is that day. Yeah, Hawaii is really unique because. They have 11 of the 13 ecosystems in the world. That's right. So you just drive a little farther and you're in the desert or you're up on the <laughs> snow on the, on the volcano. Exactly. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. You can so. definitely, uh, you can snowboard and, and surf in the same day. That's for sure out here on the Big Island. That's my kind of living, man. <laughs> <laughs> you got to come out here, Jody. I, I, dude, I dream about it every day. In fact, <laughs> On my uh, weather map is Honolulu. <laughs> Every day, you got a brother, I right? You said out in Oahu. What's that? You got a brother out in Oahu, right? You said. Yeah, I have a brother that that's a major in the Marines, so he's stationed on the base there. So nice, nice. We call we call him Major Pain. <laughs> <laughs> so that's awesome. So, what have been some of the key things? I mean, you started out as a one man band, and it's kind of steamrolled. What are some of the things that have really led to your success as a detailed business owner? Well, you know, I always felt um, in business, if you can find someone who is, is successful. I mean, one of my mentors growing up, he said, you know, if you can find somebody who has what you want and you do what they do, uh, you know, eventually you can, you know, you can reap the same seeds that they've sown. And, um, you know, one of the first very first books that I read um, was Rennie Doyle's uh, how to, how to start a, an auto detailing business. Right. And, and um, man, I, I, to this day, I never thought I would, I would be able to, to reach out to Rennie and talk to Rennie as, you know, as, as, you know, I got his, his name and number in my phone book and, you know, just to have someone uh, to help you out and, and kind of, I guess, lead the way, um, you know, his whole, his, not just Randy, but the entire network, you know, the detailers network, the detail mafia, um, that has just really, uh, exploded my business as far as, um, not just detailing skill wise, but, you know, business wise as well. And, um, so, 
you know, every, every day it's, it's not something that's real, you know, simple, you know, in the detailing world, you know, it's often evolving with, with better products, uh, better tools, you know, equipment and stuff like that. And so, um, I was just able to, you know, really overextend myself to other professionals in the network. And, you know, we got some great ones out here in Hawaii. Um, we have a great group, uh, a great group out here in Hawaii. And, and so, you know, just really come to friends with, with a lot of detailers uh, here in the community, here in the state, and, and also uh, out in the mainland and, and, uh, and Rennie's network. And so that has really catapulted my, my detailing business to, you know, where it's at today. Yeah, it's interesting because, you know, here you are, this one-man guy in Hawaii, and then you go to SEMA, and there's a big banner of you in, <laughs> as a flex guy, right? It's like, you've come, like, now everybody wants your autograph. <laughs> <laughs> that, hey, that was quite a surprise. I didn't know they were going to do that. Chris never mentioned, Chris Metcalf called me, and he said, you know, hey, you know, we, we'd like to use your picture. Uh you know, you holding the flex in front of Air Force One um, up on the website. And so, you know, I was like, yeah, you can throw it up on the website, you know. And and I show up to see mine and uh, Randy and everybody at the PNS booth is like, man, you got to go see your your face is on the flex booth. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> it's it's like you hit New York Times, man. Just now it's <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, yeah, that, that was fun. That was fun. So, so, so being as it's looking to 2020, obviously Corona's hit everybody blindside. What are you, what are you hoping to accomplish in the new year? Well, you know, um, as far as this year, it, it, it was made out to be the biggest year that I've had. I mean, every year has been really, um, um, kind of, you know, a great year and, and it, it always best the previous year. And, um, you know, being down five weeks, I mean, you know, as a business owner, you know, you're, you, you lose money by the day, you know, anytime your, your, your doors are, are closed, but, you know, it's, I think we've, we we're coming into a new, um, I guess a new realm, you know, I think people, a lot of clientele are going to be a lot more aware of, you know, germs and bacteria and viruses and whatnot. And so, you know, maybe this people might be more inclined now to, you know, pay more attention to keeping their car ma maintained and, and cleaned, you know, whether it be throughout the year, uh, throughout the months, you know, whatnot. So um, I think detailers are going to be okay coming out of it, you know, and, and, um, and I think with some of the new product, I've been paying real close attention to the CDC and what, you know, what their recommendations are and, and whatnot. Um, and so right now, you know, really, I'm just throughout this whole coronavirus, I'm trying to, stay in tune with what the CDC is saying, but also, um, you know, how can I make my business better where I'm more um, knowledgeable, more educated with what's going on and how I can serve my, my clients. Because of course, you know, all clients are going to have questions as well. You know, maybe what are my processes, which I've already done, you know, I, I, I always uh, explain my processes to them, but, you know, also the reason why, you know, why something maybe has to, um, you know, stay on the surface, you know, you could talk about dwell time uh, when it comes mm -hmm. to products and sanitizing and stuff like that. And so I'm just kind of staying in tune and, you know, educating myself um, because I can't be out there in the trenches right now. Um, but just, you know, educating myself, my, um, 
my business and and seeing how it can best serve others when it comes to you know cleaning their their cars especially the uh, the interiors right so that's one of the things i was going to focus on is what do you see um you know pre-covid and then post-covid what are the big changes or differences you see in the detailing industry as a whole Man, I see a lot of detailers wearing gloves. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, man, it, gloves are gloves are hard to come by nowadays, though. Um, but you know, I think um, I think it's definitely a, a, a bigger awareness in uh, PPE. You mm -hmm. know, personal protective equipment. Yeah. Um, you know, and and um, a big, a, probably a bigger emphasis in uh, cross contamination. You know, when you're working. Uh, maybe in between cars or going from vehicle to vehicle, you know, depending on what, what, uh, what kind of a detailer you are, you know, as far as um, volume goes and, and whatnot. But um, I think, you know, that's where um, things kind of change as far as pre COVID to post COVID and just the general awareness of, um, you know, on the detailers side on, you know, making sure that uh, they do a good job, um, with their sanitation process, you know, their, their cleaning of the interiors and stuff like that. And then also um, on the, the, the customer side, you know, pre-COVID and, and post-COVID, you know, I think that it's just that general awareness of the, uh, the general public and, um, you know, hey, you know, what are you going to do uh, to my vehicle? You know, how is this helping, you know, and stuff like that. And so, um, you know, that's my opinion on, on pre-COVID and post-COVID. Right. And I, I think that falls in line with what most people are thinking. One of the one of the challenges is we're not going to be able to see what really changed until we get to about December, January of 2021 to say, yeah, that's what happened. Because there's a lot of people predicting that the emphasis will switch. I know that, um, you know, even four or five months ago, huge emphasis on ceramic coating. I mean, it was, it was all the rage at SEMA. There was a 40 companies there with a the ceramic coating and the whole ceramic coating smackdown. And, you know, I feel like, uh, you know, a lot of people we've talked to, it's like, oh, there's going to be a total switch and everybody's more concerned now at the interior and getting the cooties out than they are worrying about the, uh, the, um, the ceramics on the outside. So, right. Yeah. That's yeah. Great. Yeah. Yeah. I, I absolutely agree. So you also, I noticed are taking up some other hobbies during COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, fishing. My, uh, I went fishing about two weeks ago, and and uh, you know, detailing was like, man, that's you know, even though that's work, that's like my, my zen, you know, like I'm, I'm kind of just, it's, it's, it's like an out of body experience. I don't know, you know, I'm detailing and I'm there, but I'm really not there. I mean, my mind's thinking of, you know, other things, and it's just, you know, automatic. But um, <clears throat> not being able to detail, um. I was just thinking about, you know, what other hobby I can, I can kind of get into. And, uh, you know, a lot of fishing grounds out here in, in Hawaii, but, um, kind of took it up and, and, uh, bought some equipment and, uh, just wanted to, I don't know, I, I guess I got the fishing bug right now. Uh, I know I was telling you Jody earlier, um, man, I didn't know nothing about fish. I still don't know anything about fishing, but you know, when you don't know anything about it and you got the bug, I mean, you're just trying to learn as much as you can. So, I've been uh, I've been in the trenches with uh, fishing videos and reaching out to, you know, some of the guys and whatnot. And um, it's been fun. So I'm trying to set an example for my my kids, you know, especially my oldest. You know, when you 
don't know anything about anything and then you you know you kind of dive into it and you you just grasp it and and you learn as much as you can and then you go out there and you try and apply what you learned and uh try to be successful at it so um you know she's she kind of lived through the whole detailing thing how i built it but she was too young to understand it right and yeah. so hopefully this fishing thing um hopefully i can catch on sooner than later um and uh we can have some fun together but also set a good example <laughs> well we know you're not a true fisherman yet because you haven't given us the big fish story <laughs> yeah. Ryan McGowan, this big. Year, you know, is, is listening intently because you guys have some stories to swap. Ryan is, Ryan, uh, he does everything else in his life, and then there's fishing and bowling. That's the two. Right, right. Yeah. You know, there's like exactly. his wife, fishing, bowling, everything else in the world. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So if you are going to give you know, a detailed business owner, a few key tips. What are those things that you would recommend? Uh, so a few key tips would be, I guess, um, you know, I guess what I wish I know now, what I wish back then would be, uh, you know, don't get so caught up in <clears throat> the latest and greatest products and trying to, you know, get everything that's, that comes out into the market, but just, you know, find the products, the chemicals, the equipment that, you know, suits you best in, in the service that you're trying to provide. Um, and also, you know, don't get so caught up into trying to learn everything and offer everything to, uh, your clients, but, um, you know, and try to be better detailer skill wise, but, um, you know, as, as detailers, we're also business owners. And so, you know, try to be, um, a better business owner than, than a detailer, you know? And, and so, um, that's it's probably two of the biggest things. Um, the biggest takeaways that, that I've had, I mean, you know, I wish I'd known that earlier. I mean, I got, I got probably hundreds of products that I don't even use now. Um, <laughs> but you know, it's, it's, uh, when it comes to business, you know, this, especially during this time, you know, this COVID-19, um, it, it, it really, I think it'll really show, you know, who are the strong business owners, um, compared to just detailing, you know, um, yeah. because if you're just detailing and the business side is weak, I mean, it's going to really show whether or not you come out of this, out of this or how strong you come out of this. You know what I mean? So, yeah, um, definitely. I, I think that's one going to be one of the hardest lessons learned, um, back in 2006, seven, eight, um, we met a guy, that was a, a cabinet maker and he is phenomenal. I mean, he's an artist. He's, he's like, he's not, you know, you hear people call somebody a wood butcher. He's, he's an artist. He's does absolutely unbelievable work. And uh, he couldn't keep his business going. Um, so he was working for somebody else after in about 2008, 2009. And we were talking to him and he was just like, yeah, I just, I, I, his focus is in the business being the guy that does the work and mm -hmm. he couldn't keep the business going. And it, it's a balance, right? Some people are comfortable working for somebody else and some people want to have that business and own it and do all that stuff. And that's, I think that's, people are going to figure that out about themselves. If, if you're cut out to be a business owner or you're not cut out to be a business owner. One of the things I actually like about you, um, I, I don't see a lot of garbage on social media coming from you or about you. And um, 
you got to, as a business owner, you got to stay out of that fringe. I watch some of these guys and some of these guys are people we know and they are so deep into it. And, you know, in arguing matches with their ex customers and <laughs> I'm just like, how dude, everybody can see that. That is so there's a, there's a guy here in, in Idaho and he's a heating and cooling company, nothing related to automotive at all. And he went from one of the most successful heating and cooling companies and there was one internet experience that that just killed him. Um, and, and it was because he just went off on a customer on social media. And it literally just about shut him down because everybody saw that and they're like, whoa, I don't want to do business with that guy. So I really, I appreciate seeing somebody that's just just on the level. They do their, they do a job, they do a good job. They advertise their business and they just stay out of the garbage and that's, that's one of the things, I mean, you post some pretty awesome stuff about, you know, this certain one team in Hawaii, whatever, but, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but that's, it's actually cool because you get to see hobbies and you get to see somebody's side, but you don't see the negative stuff. So that's, that's, I think that, you know, as, as far as something that I would pat you on the back for as an outside person looking in, it's staying out of the fringe, keeping it focused on the high level above board professionalism right. and stuff. And just because you're Thanks. an awesome guy since I've known you, you've been an awesome guy. So. <laughs> Thanks, Rod. Thanks. I'm a big believer in, you know, um, as detailing, you're only as good as your last vehicle that you detailed, right? And so if I do a shitty job, man, I tell you, um, I'm only as good as that. I mean, especially out here in Hawaii, we got this thing called Coconut Wireless. And news travels fast, you know, especially when you live in a small town on an yeah. island. I mean, everybody knows, right? And so um it's it's like that i don't know that saying you do a good job and you know that person might say might tell one or two people right, right? but a bad job man they're they're on social media next thing you know the whole you know they want to tell everybody how shitty of a job that you did right oh but five you know, islands know about you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the same thing goes on uh social media you're only as good as your last post you know and so i like to keep keep things positive and uh you know try to stay out of drama you know stay in my own lane yeah. Um, I know the detailing world kind of had this big rift between, you know, non-essential and essential workers and detailers who closed down shop and staying right. at home and the detailer, you know, they're, I don't know, I guess they're talking crap about the detailers who are continuing working. And it's like, all of that is irrelevant. You know, I mean, try to control what you can control and that's, you know, my own business and how I run things. I mean, you know, I wish all detailers, you know, success and, you know, being safe out there and whatnot. But, um, you know, we should all be on the same side in, in uh, you know, this day and age. Yeah. And I think that is, that's really a valuable thing is um, the detailing industry as a whole is only as good as the worst person. Mm -hmm. That's unfortunate because customers that are coming out and seeing the really negative stuff are going to equate that to the industry. And I know that Rennie and, you know, Barry Thiel and uh, a bunch of the, you know, uh, Bob Phillips, Bob Phillips. And a lot of the leaders in the industry are really promoting to stay out of that fringe and stop peacocking and stop doing that kind of stuff. And I think that's super important. That that's not just the, the statesman of the industry spouting off. That is super important because the, the, the entire world sees like you said, the, the, the last post out there. And if it's somebody bashing somebody or somebody um, coming down on another 
detailer. And we don't know everybody's circumstances. Some states, they're they're leaving shops open and they're still working. Right. And, and I mean, you yeah. gotta look at it personally, if I was in a state where in the state of Idaho, they're allowing me to keep my shop open because I do sanitation on, let's say, mail trucks or UPS or something, you're going to stay open. You're going to stay open if your state is mandating that you can stay open. So everybody doesn't know anybody else's circumstances. And I think it's like you said, I think you probably said it the best is stay in your own lane and uh, and try to keep out of that. Um, take the high road. That's Jody and I always take the high road. We've had some pretty negative stuff happen to us where, um, you know, and we've had to we've had to call each other separately. And I'll be like, man, I really want to say something. And Jody's like, don't do it. And I'm like, I know. To me. Or, or, <laughs> to me. Jody, don't do it. Don't do it. Because, you know, we've had stuff where we actually in the last couple of months, there was a post and somebody said, you know, if you're a detailing business or supplier, put a post out about your stuff. And so I posted something about Road FS. Somebody immediately came back and fired off and said, this competitor of yours is way better. And I'm like, what is the purpose of that? This whole thread was just to promote businesses, man. And you just, and it shut it down. Right. Nobody, nobody after that would post anything because they were afraid somebody was going to say something negative. And I'm, and it was, it was really unfortunate. So yeah. that, that would be my advice to everybody in the industry is just stay positive. Don't cut somebody else down, promote yourself and talk about what you do and, and leave everybody else alone. But lift people up. That's what yeah. I said. Lift every single, but everybody up. It's like, people always ask me, so what, what about your competitors? I'm like, you know what? I know they're great people. And if you want to know about their product, go learn. And that, I think that applies right. to any business, right? Yeah. We need, all of us need to lift the entire industry up, lift the other businesses up because there's plenty of room for everybody to play. And when we treat everybody, you know, like they're all welcome, we all rise together. And that's really what it's about. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I've been in, I've been in situations where the customer tries to instigate stuff amongst local detailers yep. you know and um you know they try to get you to say something bad about the other detailer or you know whatnot and i mean it i don't know i mean it's probably it, it's probably you know across the nation where this happens but you know living i just feel like here in hawaii especially you know in small towns you know we we each live in you know different towns you know a few minutes apart a few miles apart but um, it just, it's magnified here. I feel like, you know, Yeah, well, but, sure, um, because there's more of an, there's more of a feeling of isolation on an Island. I mean, you're right. literally on an Island. So, you know, there's only so many finite resources there. Yeah. So, I mean, all, pretty much all detailers know every other detailer, you know what I mean? And so it's, you know, you often get the, well, you know, so-and-so charges so-and-so and, you know, they oh, yeah. said they can do this and they can do that. And, you know, my whole thing is like, hey, you know, I don't know what so-and-so does and I don't know what, you know what I mean? All I can tell you is this is how I do things. I do. This is this is what I charge and, you know, and I stand behind my work. And so, you know, you try to keep, you know, even though they try to maybe want you to change lanes, you just stay in your lane. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's <laughs> the same with every industry. We get that every, we've got that forever in software. Every show that we go to, We'll watch this person, whoever it is, will walk from the competitor's booth to the other competitor's booth. And it's like, here they come and they're going to come over. And the first question is, what makes you different or better than those guys? And we always say, I don't know. Why don't you look at what our stuff does? This is what <laughs> we do. Decide, right? what we you decide, right? You decide, exactly. This is what we do. And then whatever <laughs> works for you, 
you do that. And if there's something that you don't like, let us know that. If there's something you would like to see, let us know that. But, you know, it's like I said before, we've been in forums with our main competitors and they're all nice guys. They're, I don't have a negative thing to say about the people or the products because I don't go look at their products. That's, you know, not something we do, but it, it's just about what you do and focus on yourself and making yourself better. Because if I'm constantly chasing, just like in detailing, if I'm constantly just trying to chase that competitor over there and do something better than that person, then I'm not focusing on myself and I'm just being a copycat, you know? So, so man, that, you know, there's so many phenomenal things that, I mean, we could keep going. The one, one of the things before we leave um, and have everybody, you know, hear about how they connect with you is the one thing that I really like about you and that I see in other detail business owners mm -hmm. is that they're very engaged in the community. I look at Oscar Hernandez, it's helping with food, Ryan McGowan, who's doing food deliveries in his thing. And, you know, uh, Big D, who's, you know, promoting small business in his market. And there's so many great opportunities as business owners to have an impact. And you are, you know, leading boys to not only basketball state championships, but more importantly, you're leading them to become men. And I, I think that is really, so let's just talk about your boys real quick. Cause I know you're really, really sure. My boys? Yeah, your Kohala basketball boys, D2 state champ. <laughs> yeah, so, um, man, we got a great team. We, we, uh, I mean, we come from a very rich town um, in, in basketball history. And, uh, you know, we, we got the elusive state championship this year. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's, man, 11 kids that just had, you know, one dream. Um, you know, they always promoted family, respect, uh, community. Um, you know, one of my best friends, Kihei Kapeliales, was his first year coaching. Um, his, his, uh, his youngest son was a senior and, um, this, you know, to see him, you know, take them and, and, uh, get the state title. That was, that was an amazing, amazing feat is, it, it was great to be a part of that journey. Um, but you know, it's, it's, uh, um, it's. I guess, uh, I guess if I could sum it up, it, it was, um, it was beautiful. Uh, you know, the, the whole season, the, the way everything kind of transpired, you know, we lost the league championship, uh, which, which was okay, you know, and, and I, and I told them that, and, um, you know, but that doesn't mean that we're out of the state championship, you know, and we can go make history, you know? And so I always thought of, I always kind of, I always told them, that's all right. We didn't, win, you know, we didn't win league, you know, I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of Kohala basketball teams who won the league, but, you know, never did quite well in the state championship. And, uh, you know, we kind of did the, the, the polar opposite and we lost the league championship. We won the state championship and, um, and, uh, you know, we're just, we're, we're flying high and, and um, you know, the team is just, you know, it, it was a great win for uh, not just the team, but for the community, you know, and, and, um, and, for the, the generation that's coming up to see that, you know, and see what can be done. Um, but also, you know, for past generations, it's like, man, you know, we finally got one, you know, um, yeah. you feel like part of that. And so, you know, coming from a community of like 7,000 people, um, it, it was a big thing. And, uh, 
you know, we had a parade the week before pretty much everything kind of shut down. And, um, and so we, you know, we just feel very fortunate to have won when we won and, and, you know, the timing was, was perfect. And, um, and so we, we kind of, yeah, we were just, we're, I guess the team is now ingrained for life, you know, that nobody yeah. can take that away from them. And, uh, you know, it's an amazing, amazing thing. Um, yeah, that's awesome. And that's, you know, I saw we, we kind of, we kind of live vicariously through your posts on that thing. I know I kind of blew it out there a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay, man. That's okay. That's, that's one of those things that's positive and, you know, you're, you're, you're doing nothing more than promoting these kids to live out their dream and enjoy that. I mean, who, who's not going to enjoy that? That's, that's a once in a lifetime opportunity, you know? Yeah. You got to celebrate that, man. That's not only their win, it's your win. It's a team coach win. And that's, that's what makes it such a beautiful story. So. Yeah, absolutely. That's good, man. Well, thank you so much for being our guest. Um, how do people connect with you? So, um, I got my website. It's uh, www.signatureautodetailhi.com. Um, you can browse through the uh, the website, and there's my services listed up there. Uh, there's a contact page. Um, you can fill out all the pertinent information, and then that'll send an email out to me, uh, or you can shoot me a text, uh, 808-557-5282. Uh, you can find my business page on Facebook and also my Instagram at Signature Auto Detail Hawaii. And um, so, yeah, there it is right there. <laughs> Perfect. Well, thank you so much. And thank you for those that are tuned in watching. We appreciate you joining us every week as we visit with the movers and shakers, the detailers, the vendors, the suppliers. And, uh, you know, you are a very proud member of the Detail Mafia. So we have to give Rennie Doyle and the Detail Mafia a shout out because you are a product of what they're doing. So we want to give them a shout out and um, just thank you for being a part. And the rest of you guys and gals that are tuned in, we will catch you same time, same bat channel, just yep. with the next uh, new guest next week. So see ya. Thanks a lot. Don't forget to go and uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel and watch all of them. That's it, man. You guys have a great day. See all you. right, guys. Thank you. Aloha. 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 <laughs>